Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Japan According to Akio. Um, this episode was done on the floor because my tripod situation still hasn't gotten <laughs> resolved. Um, but I'm going to get one today, so don't worry. Um, yeah, it, it was a bit different than I thought, but、um, I think there was a lot of good stuff in there. We really only focused on this、uh, documentary I stumbled upon called、uh, Black in Japan, Black in Tokyo, I'm sorry.、Um, And、uh, that was the jumping off point for you know, some crazy, weird conversation, which ended up with me doing a bad impression of Tupac. <laughs> If you stick around for the end of the podcast, you'll hear that.、Um, and a few insights on my experience of being black in Tokyo. But again, it was a great,、um, great documentary, 10 minute documentary, great podcast, good times as always. Please listen. Thank I don't know what that happened there, but <laughs> please listen and enjoy as always. Yo, we are back. Hello. It's episode number 14, 14 of Japan According to Akio. Thanks again for coming through. Thanks again for rocking with me.、Um, <laughs> I'm wearing a hat, if you, <laughs> if you can see, because. I broke a promise to myself. And you know, the camera, if you can see the camera, it's up close. I don't even know if the audio is、uh, all crazy or wacky or whatnot.、Um, on po- in podcast form, it should be all right because I do、uh, audio processing for that. But video, this is raw, 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 raw. So I got this crazy funky hat on that my wife gave me. It's just this white, big puffy hat, but it keeps my head warm because. It gets cold. It's cold in the D. No. <laughs> It's so cold in the D. I don't know if you remember that song, but um, it, um, you know, it, indoors in Japan, it gets freaking cold. So I turned the air conditioner off doing the podcast and I got a bald head, so I get freaking cold. So in wintertime, I need a hat. But.、Um, Also, you can probably hear my voice is a little bit eh, because it's the morning time again. It's Sunday morning.、Um, I'm, going, I'm getting ready to go to work pretty soon. So,、uh, for episode 14, we're doing a pre work、um, bang, bang, boom kind of job. You know, I got a little bit of extra time. I got some time. So, I'm not super rushing. You know, I got a free hall pass to do this before work、um, because in the evening, I got a. Do some family stuff, fill out some forms for daycare. The daycare saga continues.、Um, behind camera, I got this freaking,、uh, you can hear it. I got this,、uh, what that shit, what's that shit?、Uh, I forgot. I just woke up. I forgot what this shit's called. Like a baby holder. <laughs> I forgot what it's called. <laughs> a little play thing that I got to break down this evening and.、Um, Stuff, but I broke a promise to myself. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit shitty about this because I'm recording this on the floor.、Um, you might notice if you're watching this on video, whenever I get oh, shit, actually, um, wait, 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 did I actually let me clean the lens because I remember last time I, I posted a little mini video, the lens was kind of fucked up. Okay, so hopefully that doesn't fuck it up even more. 
If you've seen this on camera, I'm sorry. I don't know. We'll find out what happens. But, um, yeah, um, whatchamacallit? Like, uh, I got, I got totally sidetracked. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, this evening. Oh yeah, no, I'm on the floor because I broke a promise to myself. Like I said, you know, last time we had this bootleg ass pot tripod set up and I was like, I'm getting a new tripod before the next one. Guess what? I lied. <laughs> this is the, I'm holding the tripod leg right now. Like, um, just basically work has been so busy. Um, I finish work, uh, after the store closes every day. I'm not even on front. Like, I, I don't even look, I'm not even, I'm on the bus passing the motherfucker. I'm not even looking at it, like, on my way home. I'm just like, I'm going, taking my ass home. You know, uh, I need a bath, I need some food. So, but today I finished work early enough to, um, stop by the place and grab a tripod. So, you know, um... Yeah, I was I was kind of wondering how I'm gonna like schedule this podcast, but it turns out that morning worked best, so I didn't have time to um, grab the tripod. So we're doing this on the floor, you know. Um, as always, today uh, we got some shit going on. We got uh, what you call it? We got a uh, discussion topic. Uh, it's not going to be a news article, actually. It's going to be more of a, um, a video podcast form type thing. Uh, well, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. I finally remembered to um, talk about the article um, that my cousin sent me. I, I actually don't have... I didn't pull it up. Um... So I'm wondering, it just popped into my head how I'm going to do this since um, I didn't have time to actually research the article. I'll just discuss the topic. I think that's the easiest way just for time and everything like that. Before I do some unprofessional shit, start grabbing laptops and trying to pull some shit out, which is not going to work. It's too, you know, I mean, it's not early, early. It's uh, 8.43 in the morning. I got up, you know, at like 7 something uh singing you know kids songs to my son like in bed wheels on the bus go round and round trying to you know input that english into him um as much as possible especially since he's going to go to you know daycare whenever we get in one motherfucker you know because he's going to go to a daycare i kind of to make sure he gets you know a healthy dose of english ability of course i only speak english to to him but you know that's kind of not enough. So um, you know, teach him, teach him English. I got him watching the Cosby Show whenever I got time. You know, I'm like, you can learn this Bill Cosby shit. Like, you know, I think that's that's probably for me the. You know, I grew up watching the Cosby Show, so and I'm wanting to be like the Cosby Show. And now that I think about it, like my ideal image of life in Japan would be something related to the Cosby Show, right? Like a Japanese. I'm trying to be Japanese Bill Cosby motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> really, like, did that serious. Like, I was thinking about it, like, fucking two, like, two, three days ago. I was, um, just watching, yeah. Um, after, you know, with my son, like, feeding him and stuff, like, trying to keep him focused on the fucking Cosby show. Like, yo, that's Rudy. Yo, that's Vanessa. You know, Theo, he's trying to cut the turkey. It's not working out. <laughs> and, um, 
I think on my way to work, I was just like, yeah, like my ideal vision would be something, you know, like I, I'm at the age where being a family man is kind of quite intriguing for me and um, kind of one of my priorities. But like a few years ago, it was getting it in in the club, you know, popping bottles and, and, and you know, hugging models. But <laughs> now, I think that age, that time has kind of gone away from me and, um, you know, just really taking care of my family. Nurturing my family, nurturing my kids uh, is my number one priority. And growing up as a kid, like, you know, seeing um, the Cosby show and seeing how Bill Cosby did the damn thing, even though he was a fictional character, um, you know, being that type of dad, right? Like being able to spend time with your family, run around with your kids, act all crazy and stupid and just enjoying the whole craziness of of, of raising a family is here in Japan is kind of what I'm reaching for when I when I think about it. So, um, you know, as much as I can, I mean, I'm busy. I'm, you know, I'm really busy, and 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 it's gonna get even busier. Like that's why I'm waiting for December. Fuck, come on, so that I can like <laughs> actually um, take some dedicated time off to to prioritize the things I want. Squeezing a little bit extra family time, squeezing a little bit extra rest, which I need. Um, I know my body needs it. You know, I'm kind of pushing the envelope for several years, um, and um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, fam family time is gonna come. But whatever, whatever. That's just what's going on with me and this fucking tripod situation. <laughs> like updated you on that. Uh, work is work. Um, you if you if you follow me on Instagram, you might have noticed like. Oh uh, yeah, a few things I want to talk about. If you, if you, um, first before that, um, I gotta apologize officially. I, I know you're listening. Not Sub Zero, Sub Negro. You know, again, I'm sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> I've been calling you Sub Zero the whole time. Like, you know, I apologize to you on Instagram, but again, uh, I don't know why I just blanked on that, you know, the end in the middle of it, like, you know, maybe the zero at the end just kind of took my focus so much, like, that, um, I just blanked, but my bad, but anyway, Sub Negro, which is a dope, uh, Instagram name, even doper than Sub Zero, to be honest with you, I, I, when I noticed it, I was like, oh shit, that's kind of dope, like, so, <laughs> officially on the podcast, I fucked up. I've been fucking up for a while, <laughs> my bad. But um, yeah, whenever you and your girlfriend come to Japan, like you know, uh, I'd love to link up. You know, like I told you on Instagram, like please don't be trying to have me like take some goddamn bus into the countryside, like in some rice paddy. You we gonna link up? We gotta link up in the Kanto area, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, keep me posted on that, and um, that should be that should be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, besides that, what else is going on with me? Um. Yeah, just, just, just life, man. Just again, just, just trying to, um, trying to thug this shit out for these next couple of weeks. I got one more week of intense fucking work. You know, um, today is kind of like a less intense version of of the work of work. You know, but um, I'm over my jet lag and I'm just in the grind. I'm a grinder. You know, I'm I'm grinding. <laughs> I'm doing this dorky fucking dance. Like like it's like a freaking march do 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 version of grinded <laughs> like this is that's the thing like since coming to japan it's kind of funny right like going back to america i could feel it like you know when you live in, in america you kind of me as well like you kind of have to 
you know, you got to have your game face on to a certain degree when you go outside, right? You're just not like, la, 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 walking around down the street all like, you know, Heidi Hum. Because um, you might get your ass robbed. You know, <laughs> you probably will get your ass robbed. But uh, at least where I'm from, you might, you, you growing up, you, shit was going, you know, somebody's going to hit you over the head. But, um, but that's the funny thing, man. Like, over here in Japan, like, I don't have to worry about, like, any of that shit at all like the threat of like random violence happening to me is like less than zero so um i don't you know it's like this weird hybrid personality that starts to come out probably my true personality to be honest with you just like generally being a happy pleasant person kind of can come out a lot easier and so (laughs) i just feel like i'm just like a goofier dorkier fucking version of myself when i'm here man like i mean which is totally cool with me you know like i'm i don't give a fuck you know but um like (laughs) a perfect example like um you know uh the other day we were riding i had to um drop off my wife and my son um by the way my son's not feeling too hot he's got like some diarrhea issues going on so his butt's all red and he's been up all night you might hear him crying downstairs and hopefully it's not a poop incident uh poop related in- tears but you know but he'll be all right he's a soldier um you know his babies go through that shit but um literally <laughs> but <laughs> but no nah, um what happened was we were um my wife needed to go to the station she was running late so she was like you know can you give me a ride to the station um and in my mother-in-law's car so i'm like cool i don't give a fuck you know i've driven her car before the thing is my mother-in-law drives this tiny ass pink car right i mean it's tiny shit like you know if you but i can fit into it you know I've had my experience jumping into random cars in the past, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, So, (laughs) and and basically almost any car, I can just hop in it and drive. No problem. Um, So, uh, yeah, like, so it was just a few minutes drive, uh, like about a 15 minute drive. It was no problem. But so I'm driving her, you know, and we were just talking. I'm like, yeah, in the future, you know, I can't wait to get another car. It's like, yeah, different color. But, you know, in Japan, like, you know, riding through Tokyo in, like, a tiny-ass pink car, me and my 6'2", you know, beautiful chocolate frame <laughs> in this pink-ass car, in America, you know, I would get laughed at like shit, and it would be kind of probably a little a, a bit embarrassing, but here, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, um, I'm, I take myself a lot less seriously here. I mean, in my trip to America last time, I took myself a lot less seriously as well. That was kind of a pleasant thing, like being able to just kind of relax a bit more and um, and just enjoy, you know, enjoy the experience of being in America without getting caught up in all the bullshit that you go through. You know, I didn't really experience any of that posturing, any of that, you know, like, you cut me off, man, what the fuck kind of shit. Like, so... You know, my circle, my aura was fucking clean, and I, uh, I just attracted only clean shit in my circle, so it was good. Um, but yeah, here even more so, like uh, it's just not some some shit that really, you know, there's no reason for me to like um, 
for me to put on a front like you know he and, and be like a tough guy here people have that perception of me just naturally people are gonna have that perception of you if, you if you're a person of color just naturally um because of your size because of your stature because of your skin tone you know um you know if we are not smiling you know generally people kind of like oh yeah you know um i don't know what you know it's just it's just what it is but um but um yeah, like, I don't really project that here. And there's no reason for me to, because I don't feel that in my heart at all. I don't feel any reason. Like, my defense, my def that's what it is. My defenses are not up here, right? There's no reason for me to have my defense systems activated. You know what I'm saying? My home secure, my internal home security system is not activated when I'm in Japan because it's just no reason for it to be that way you know um no one's really going to try and like r run up on me like that like i'm that's just not something that even factors into my mind half the time like i i mean of course like you know still like growing up in america and in the city like i still have my radar on like if i see someone coming towards me out my peripherals i'm like motherfucker what you doing like <laughs> you know <laughs> don't catch one of these hot ones <laughs> but, but, Nah, nah, I might have to give it to a little, you know, <laughs> give it to a little Japanese girl, like if she gets too close, you know, but <laughs> nah, 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 I'm fucking with you, but, 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 but seriously, like, I just never really factors into my everyday life, so it's something that I just don't even think about, um, which is good, and also, like, I guess being 35, like, you know, if you're 35 years old, you know, fighting somebody really shouldn't be on your everyday, um, you know, in your mind every day. Like, I'm about to, you know, beat this nigga down. Oh, sorry. Well, whatever. Okay. I'm about to beat this motherfucker down, you know. Um, uh, like, shouldn't be on your everyday, <laughs> everyday uh, radar, you know, I think. So, um, that's just... I don't know. That's just something to uh, I think. But but anyway, let's let's get on with the show. We we about fifteen minutes in. Um what I got for you today is uh yeah. So I'm gonna do a little bit of a revised version of things. I have no materials with me. I'm just going straight off the dome with stuff that um I've consumed in the past. So it's gonna be a little bit of a slightly remixed version of, of what we normally do. Um um, the main thing, since I'm going to segue into it now, just because um, I was talking about being being black in Tokyo, quote unquote, is um, this really cool documentary I stumbled upon on um, on well on Twitter. But I do my thing on Twitter. Bang, 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 boom. Um, oh, no, no. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Before I get into that, um, there was one more thing I wanted to say. Uh, just a personal announcement. Like, not an announcement, announcement, but just a personal update. So... Um, especially, I've noticed it too, especially on my Instagram, uh, you might have noticed that my the, my blogs, I have not written like any blogs on Instagram for a while. It's just been kind of like steady, you know, pictures and random, you know, updates and things like that. There's a reason for it. So um, I'm working on, I've, since, I've, since coming back, of course I've been busy, but all my like train, basically I write on the train, you know, on my, in my phone, I'm just typing up, typing up shit on the train in my phone in note. And then, you know, transferring it over to Instagram. But um, I've been spending all my time doing um, an article. I wrote, wrote a two-part article for 
Um, one of my friends, he has a blog related to Washington, D.C. and life in D.C. called The Information Age. You can go to a shout out, Silas. What's up? Um, we grew up down the street from each other. Um, you know, and he has that website, The Information Age. Again, um, and I wrote, uh, I'm writing a two part two part story two posts uh about you know from being the, my trip back to dc basically so um i'm writing the second part of that in my free time on the train again like five ten minutes at a time during the day uh and i've been doing that for like the past week 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 or so so all all of my writing time on the train has gone into that i'm almost finished with it and so after i do that then I'll, you know, I still, I'm, I'll get back to my normal shit. Um, if you, if you don't notice, like how I, oh shit, my knee. Um, how, how I do things with, with my writing and my posts. Pretty much, I told my mother-in-law, like pretty much, you know, everything. I think personally, like all the everyday shit here is the most interesting shit. Like, and it's the shit that i didn't really have that much information about before coming here like i really didn't know have like one source where someone would tell me about like a chopstick holder or sliding doors in japan or you know hot springs or things like that like i just didn't know you know so um pretty much just you know all the you know people wearing masks you know shit like that like uh, i just really didn't know so uh, I just, if there's some interesting topic that comes up in a lesson or everyday life or shit that I see, I'll just type the, the topic, uh, into my phone. And then whenever I got time or, you know, whenever, um, you know, the spirit moves me, I'll just, um, type out a, ooh, hope, hope my son's okay. He's crying downstairs. He sounds grumpy. He, uh, hopefully he's just hungry. Um, yeah, so I'll just like type some shit out and then that's where those kind of posts come from so i just haven't had the, the time to really do that the japan 101 posts um if there's again something that pops into my mind that i think would be you know an educational thing for someone to learn a teachable moment if you will then I'll, I'll put that on there as well um yeah so that that's pretty much how i'm my writing process is again it's just me on the train for the most part or before bed um, just like, let me just, you know, bang some shit out as much as I can. But that's that. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I don't think I felt like a fucking boss using that word. Um, I digress. And, um, yeah, being black in Tokyo, right? So the other day I was on Twitter and it just the timing, I guess was, was, was right because it just so happened that this mini documentary black in Tokyo, all you gotta do is, uh, Google black in Tokyo or, or even YouTube. It's on YouTube. Um, it's like a 10 minute documentary. If you're coming to Japan or thinking about coming to Japan, especially if you're a person of color, uh, I re highly recommend you watch it. It's really cool. Um, I actually reached out to the, 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 um, the director of it just to, just to say like yo i'm gonna talk about it on the podcast great job by the way like you know um i think it was a really you know dignified representation of of, of black people here um yeah it, it wasn't really it was really low-key you know it was really chill it wasn't like sensationalized like we got black people out here <laughs> you know you know <laughs> black people in these streets like it wasn't like that you know it was really like people actually talking rationally about their experience here which is something i think that needs to get added to 
the dialogue about about Japan. Like, there's a lot of sensational shit, which is cool. Like, like you know, there's a lot of entertaining shit out there. But you know, like that's. I mean, and I'm kind of sensational too. You might notice, like, the podcast kind of goes in waves. I've noticed it the way I talk. Like, I go from like just freaking out talking about some crazy shit to actually like opening up and sharing like the everyday life experience. Again, entertainment. I'm trying to bring both sides of it and also that's kind of naturally how i talk anyway i'm a bit you know on here i'm a bit more of like a uh an exaggerated version of my true personality i think that's how i teach as well like uh, i'm an exaggerated version of myself that's how i tend to think about it so um you know um that documentary what i really liked about it was um the fact that again like you know, she found like a lot of different types of people, um, black people. There were African Americans. There were people from uh, different parts of Africa as well, um, and which is a big thing here, which I didn't fucking know at all that there were. There's a really large African community, especially in and around Tokyo, um, and like uh, I think the other major cities I've been to, like in uh, Fukuoka, there were a few brothers sprinkled out there. Osaka as well, um, especially like small business owners, you'll find in Tokyo, um, sm- small business owners, especially clothing stores and things like that, locked up um, by you know Africans. So. I, I was a little bit like, whoa, okay, like, you know, by that. Um, and I, I mean, I, I think even if you're not black, I, I recommend you watch that as well. Just because um, one thing for me personally, okay, I, I can kind of give you a little bit of something w- with this. So for me, I, I noticed that um, some of, for example, my American counterparts from who are white, I'll just say, um, maybe we're kind of surprised by coming to Japan because maybe it was their first time being a minority, right? So um, having people stare at you, feeling like double consciousness, if you know what that means, that means like you're kind of, um, I studied it in university, which it means like, um, and please don't crucify me if I get this not 100% correct, but from what I remember, yeah, I'm I'm correct, I'm pretty sure. Like, you know, having a basically a two-mindedness of yourself, where you're having awareness of who you are internally, but also having awareness of uh, how other people perceive you. I can't remember who what author wrote that. Uh, you might don't again don't crucify me, uh, black people, for not remembering who wrote it. But you know, it is true. You you know, double consciousness is a really big thing, um, not only here but in America for um, growing up as a black person. Ah, uh, no. For me growing up, no, I didn't. I didn't have d- double consciousness until I went to university, actually, because I grew up in Washington D.C., which was Chocolate City. So you know, I grew up in an all-black environment until literally my first day of university, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You know. But the culture shock of me going to university helped me so much adjust coming here, because by the time I came here, I was used to being like, you know, the black dude, you know, basically. Um, but I found like coming here that a lot of um, in the beginning, I haven't really had these types of conversation with people anymore, I guess maybe because of my age and, you know, but in my early 20s, like several of my coworkers in their early 20s, um, you know, white people from America were specifically um, saying like, 
dude, like, it's kind of weird, like, all these people looking at me, and I feel so, like, fuck, I'm, like, a foreigner, like, what the fuck is going on? And I kind of, you know, um, realized, like, oh, like, you kind of understand how it feels to be black a little bit. But for me, as a black person here, it was actually a lot easier, you know, coming here, because, yeah, there was, um, to a certain degree, some, of course, stereotyping, you know, and some racial profiling, but I never felt it malicious. I never people. I never felt people like generally like attacking me. Like, there's the black guy, get him. I never f- felt like the, any of that shit, you know. Um, so I mean, yeah, of course, like being stopped by the police in the few first few years I was here, um, which actually is funny because um, you know the more I kind of think about like you know, sorry, law of attraction stuff and all those things, you know, ever since I changed my perception of myself here, I never got stopped by the police. Like, you know, before when I was like, fuck, I'm black here, these goddamn cops. Like, you know, on my bike, I get stopped like a few times and people ask for my ID and shit like that and check my bike registration, but I'm not doing anything wrong. So, you know, um, Police is a whole nother topic, don't worry. Like, I'm going to get into it in the future. Um, but generally, like, I, I think I might have touched on it in the past, but police are not really, from my experience, my personal experience, I've never seen anyone getting beat down by the Japanese cops here, you know, and I've never heard of that shit happening. Like, well, I actually, one person, I did, he did get beat up by the cops, but he was Japanese and he, he's an interesting fellow, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but, you know. I don't know what happened, but, um, but, but yeah, like, you know, my, I've never really felt anything malicious from Japanese people, uh, because of me being black. Let me say that. And, um, the, just going back to the documentary, um, I think they really get a, did a really good job of painting that picture of life here, like, um, in different people's, um, experiences in before coming here and after coming here as well and and I, what i like is people talked a lot about how the experience of living here has changed them you know which is something that i think can be really beneficial and educational um and that doesn't really get talked about as much like you know the superficial gets stuff gets talked about a lot like oh people looking at my hair oh i'm on the train everyone's staring at me oh but like you know let's go deeper into this conversation like let's you know really talk about you know day in and day out and what it's like living here is kind of you know what i think that documentary did well um again me being african-american i will say that I, I'm, a, I'm very much aware that there is uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm, I'm choosing my words correctly um there's it, my perception is in the minds of japanese people there's a distinction between black people from africa and black people from america the western world for example canada the u.s um yeah, I'll say generally North America is what I was what I have to say from my experience. Um just because like like, you know, yeah, I've I've kind of played the the, the African American card. I'm not going to lie. Like I have I've played the African American card in you know, in front of Japanese police, in front of different people where people are like, "Where are you from?" And I say, I'm from America. Oh, and their whole demeanor really changes. I've seen, I've noticed that, like, and I have seen it quite a bit. They, they didn't address it so much in, 
um, the documentary. It kind of broad strokes of people being black in general. One of the dudes um, in the end of the documentary, I, I really liked him. He he had like a hair shop. He talked he talked about it a bit, like the difference between African Americans and Africans. And I mean, I can feel it. You know um, that yeah, people there there is a bit of. You get a bit of a pass if you're African-American, a bit more of a pass if you're African-American than if you're from another country, um, just because of the status of America. You know, um, America still has that status of, of it's fucking America, you know. Um, um, I'm not saying use and abuse that shit. I'm just saying that's the way it is. You know, I'm not saying it's right. That's just the way it is. So, um, yeah, if you have time, I would say check out that documentary. Um you know they 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 talk a little bit more about you you know hip hop culture as well youth culture and shit like that um which is yeah again the people who talked about it were a little bit you know younger than me they were in my 20s they their 20s the dude who was married he seemed like late 20s I don't think he was early 30s they they looked he looked like late 20s maybe he talked quite mature carried himself very well um so I you know if I got your age wrong my bad dude but um Seem I just got the feeling late twenties, um, you know he 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 he's from the military. Um, that yeah. Oh, okay. Let me let me say focus on hip hop. Yeah. Again, my experience. I, I've been here since twenty two, and I've been through that range of like you know. Oh, I'm twenty two. I'm hitting the, hitting the club. You know, listening to fucking Lil John and shit at the time. Sorry, I'm dating aging myself. You know, um, dating myself listening to that shit to like my mid to late 20s going to a little bit more sophisticated clubs to, to now 35 like i don't really like going to the club maybe i'll do a lounge you know um which i think is the way life is supposed to go right um but but yeah i mean like you know the term black music got brought up in in, in the documentary as well which me too uh, first time i heard it which is just an all-encompassing um category you know you walk into like before they used to have like h&m like you know cd store music store and you just see like black music and you're just like whoa what the fuck is that <laughs> you know who, whose idea was that <laughs> but you know after a while here you kind of get it you know like if you really think about it like because i mean sometimes i feel like yeah um with me and my family my people as well we kind of jump to, d to be defensive but we do the same shit to other people. Like, you know, people are like, whoa, black, what the fuck? You know, but like, whenever I take my wife home, it's like, oh, where are you from? From Japan? You from China? You from Korea? No, she's from Japan. Oh, yeah, it's like China. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's like, no, it's not. Like, you know, and I used to think like that too. I'm not gonna lie, I used to be ignorant like that too when I lived in, um, Growing up as a kid, like, you know, you go to, I go to the carryout and, you know, like, oh, where are you from? You from China? Like, you know, oh, you from, in like, I really just put lumped Asia into like one big category and I didn't really, not living here, you kind of realize like there's a big fucking difference between, you know, China, fucking Thailand, fucking Japan, fucking South Korea, fucking Vietnam, fucking, you know, Malaysia. There's a huge fucking difference, you know, and... Um, yeah, just just kind of appreciating people more, I think. Like, traveling makes you a bit more... What is the word? Neutral, if you will. Like, you know, just having... Just being around people from Australia, America, Canada, Europe, different parts of Africa, France. You know, like... 
even though I haven't been to the majority of those countries, the Philippines, like I haven't been to the majority of those countries, but you know, you just gotta like take everyone how they are. Like you can't really just be like, oh, you're from France, oh, wine. You know, you can't do that. Like you know, oh, you're from Australia, kangaroos. You like, you know, um, in the twenties, you might give each other shit a little bit, but like as you get older, like you're just like, yo, you a per- you see the person as a person. Like if you an asshole, you an asshole. I don't care if you from Washington, you if you from DC and you an asshole. Like I'm not really trying to be surrounded from you or surrounded with you here. I wouldn't want to fuck with you in DC. I don't want to fuck with you over here. You know, thank goodness I haven't met any assholes from DC, but um, you know that's just the truth, right? So it doesn't really matter. It matters less and less and less about race and, and less and less and less about. Um, where you're from and it's just literally more about the person it becomes more more about the person so because like i had to kind of break my perceptions and my stereotypes too you see a, a black dude you know walking down the street you're like yo what's up man how you doing and he starts speaking to you in french and you're like oh that's right like you you know you can't speak english or you know like speaks to you like in some broken english and then like mixed in with french and you're like oh fuck that's right like you're black but you're from a non-English speaking country. Damn, that's that's cool. Like that's what happened to me like a few months ago on the bus. Like I had this real cool conversation with this dude. Uh, I forgot what African country he's from, but his English wasn't really all that um, you know, with it, you know, he's like speaking French mixed in with his English, but I mean, we really connected talking about like just following your dreams, following your goals and things like that for like about 15-20 minutes. I gave him a pound and and I dipped off to work. But um but yeah, man, like you get those type of experiences here, you know, and and I, I think that just going back to that documentary, if you if you watch it, I've been talking about it way longer than 10 minutes, I think. But um, I think it gives, you know, uh, the woman, there's a there's a, a woman from Africa, a, a African country in there as well, who's an artist. You know, she kind of really expanded quite a bit on um, how it made her look at herself here, you know, and. Again, I'm, I'm just blowing up that topic a bit more. Um, that that I think is true of myself too. Like being here has made me so much more, so much more of a stronger, self-aware person. Like you just you just have to be right. Like you know, being alone either makes you stronger or it breaks you. You know, so um, and moving away to college to a certain degree and then coming here. You know, I've been kind of more and more isolated away from um, my family and friends, which has made me a lot, you know, eventually, eventually (laughs) through a process of self-discovery and and nervous breakdowns and like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, I've I've kind of become a lot more secure in who I am, you know, and and discovered kind of what what I want to be in my life and who I am as a person. And, you know, like, I'm this goofy motherfucker, you know, singing karaoke versions of, like, <laughs> gangster rap songs on the fucking podcast. Like, that's who I'm becoming, you know, so, and who wants to be fucking Japanese Bill Cosby. Like, that's, you know, and I'm totally cool with that. And um, it really makes you cool with whoever you are. Um, I'm happy that now the world is going in that direction where it's a lot more accepting of different types of people, especially African-American culture as well. Black culture in America is a lot more accepting of, of, of different types of blackness. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when I was growing up in the 80s and the 90s, like you couldn't be on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you you had to really, you know, be in the mainstream. I couldn't like say people like, yo, I watched like 
you know, this Blink-182 video, and it was really fucking funny. I liked the song. Like, you couldn't do that. You had to, if it came up casually in conversation, you had to be like, oh, yeah, 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 I think I seen that joint one time. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. You know, like, uh, that was about the extent of what you, how you could push the envelope. But here, you know, all those things, like, I don't, my, again, in more than one way, my defenses are really down here. Like, I don't really, I, and it's allowed me to kind of branch out and, and show different parts of my personality. On the other hand, though, my wife, sometimes she's like, I want to see America in the key a little bit more. Because when I was in America, I was really a lot more, you know, brash and a lot more um, outstated, you know, uh, um, with, um, with with my shit and so on the other hand she was like I, she wanted to see that a bit more so um fuck man it's like nine fifteen. god damn it's like almost 40 minutes i've really been talking about this documentary a lot a lot more than um i thought so i'm you know i'm gonna have to kind of wrap things up pretty soon um just because i gotta go to work soon um but again 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 um the good news is ideally ideally next week um the podcast should be i plan for it to be longer um from next week i'm gonna be recording a podcast with my wife i just gotta make sure this shit from alibaba comes uh i um ordered a um a smartphone like clamp kind of thing to to put on the tripod so i got one tripod here for video but i'm gonna use use my wife's iphone for that video so the video quality will be better not for this podcast i'm sorry like you know i don't think she's she might let me. I'll see. I'll see if I can finesse her letting me use her iPhone for um, video for this podcast, which would be dope. Baby, work with me. <laughs> and, you know, another one for um, the microphone iPhone because we're just doing this with iPhones. Like, you know, <laughs> that's the only way we got to do it. We just got to work with what we got. But, um, yeah. So hopefully, you know, I'll have like a lot more time to like she you know, wander with the conversation and and you will get a lot more length. You know, up until now, the, the maximum length of the podcast has been about 40, 45 minutes. I'd like to see that to become the minimum for the podcast. So, um, you know, hopefully next, we'll find out in, in episode number 15. Um, but I'm just going to wrap it up here because to be honest with you, I'm completely unprofessional. I have not had, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't, you know, again, I, I just like, fuck it, we gotta just sit on the floor and make this shit because um, that's the only way it's going to get done today. Uh, I, I'm, it looks like I'm not going to have time to do anything else because I got to dash to work. Hopefully, and, and and that's that, you know. But but I think we, we, we covered some good bases. You know, we got an update of what's going on. Oh, I didn't even give my shameless plugs. What the fuck am I doing? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I saw the Tupac movie. It was some bullshit. <laughs> on the airplane ride back, I watched the Tupac movie. I watched All Eyes on Me. It was some bullshit. Why they do that to Pac? Ugh. <laughs> i'm just saying like yeah i was that was that was why i watched the movie actually because i heard it wasn't that good but you know um i was like let me my son was sleeping and he wasn't feeling bad good so i was like let me just he wasn't feeling well sorry my english teacher um here so i was like let me just watch something i can turn off in an instant you know and i just I, he slept almost the whole way through so i watched that motherfucker and i was just like yeesh yeesh I mean, I don't know. No, I'm not a director, right? Like, I'm producing some bootleg-ass shit, but I'm not a director. So, I don't know. Um, 
it's easy to complain from the sidelines, right? Um, I like the Biggie movie a lot more. But, you know, I mean, I grew up watching these motherfuckers. I think what it is, even the Biggie movie, I think it was done well. But it's not Biggie. It's not Tupac. Like, <laughs> I just want to see Tupac. Like, you know, like, I think that's what it is. You just want to see real Tupac, real Biggie on screen. I think that's the only way I'll be fully satisfied in the, with those movies. I'm wondering when they go and try and do a big punch. You know, they're just going to keep coming out with the motherfuckers. The dude who did Snoop. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just need to see the real motherfucker because they're actors, right? So they not the dude who you know Biggie. I think maybe was a was a better character because the Biggie movie, like the dude who played him, it was e- maybe easier because Biggie moved slower, so he just had like a a air about himself. You know, he was just like oh, oh, oh. you know, he wasn't moving around so much like pop. You know, it was like, what's up, motherfucker? Like, you know, he wasn't, like, moving around as much. So, an actor, the, you know, when they try and act hard or do some shit, like, you know, even me, like, me trying to act and do that shit, like, it looks kind of goofy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know it looks goofy when I try and do that shit, like, but, you know, whatever, fuck it, I'm fucking around. But, like, someone to seriously try and portray that, I think, is, is, a, is a, especially someone as iconic as Tupac, is, is, is really tough to do. You can get the look. You can kind of get a, a, a few looks of everything, but when it's time for like shit to go down or like you know fight scenes or you know really shit talking scenes, you just like you high, but you ain't Pac. Like you know, I think that's what it comes down to. Since I grew up with these motherfuckers, it's like I just want to see motherfucking Tupac. Like <laughs> I want to see motherfucking Figgy. But whatever, you know, I'm getting sidetracked. So that's. I'll just and wrap up with that shit, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So and again, oh, shameless plug. I keep forgetting. Again, please, you know, if you have anything, please help me out. Questions for Akil, uh at gmail dot com, uh, Instagram at akil dot watson, uh, Twitter. Now I'm getting active again uh, at akil underscore watson underscore jp. Um, yeah, I'm 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 been playing with some ideas on how to put more content, a variety of content out on these platforms. Just testing shit out, just sprinkling stuff here and there. Uh, ho- hopefully, I'm able to execute on the the way that I want to moving forward. Again, from ideally from next week, from the next few weeks, YouTube is coming again soon too. Like again, like just my goal. My goal is just to um, on Sunday just sit down, make a check checklist of like the type of content I want to put out. You know, record it, chop it up um, to the best of my ability and just like throughout the week, sprinkle it out over different platforms or, you know, edit a little bit, but do the majority of my shit on on Sunday. So we'll see how that works out. (laughs) Right. Like um, all this shit's a lot tougher than I thought it would be. Um, It takes a lot lot more time consuming than I thought it would be, but it is a lot more pleasurable than I thought it would be. Um, um, I'm, you know, I'm. Yeah, it's good shit. So it's almost fucking nine thirty. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I gotta go to work. I gotta buy a tri- tripod. God damn it, I'm buying a fucking tripod today. It's going down. So next time, we gonna do this shit again. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you do watch this somehow, sometime in the future, love y'all as always. Talk to you soon. Peace.